was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Baron. Hi there. <laughs> Lil Baron. So Lil, you know, we've been talking about this kind of repeatedly over the next over the last few months. Yeah. Um at least at least the last several weeks. It's our 35th anniversary yes, year. Yes, it is. And we're excited yes, about we are. it. There are so many great things that we've got planned when yeah. the games come around and it's just it's just amazing it's been 35 years of fostering worldwide peace help and friendship yes. 35 years since our founder john morgan had mm-hmm. this dream that you know it's it's become a reality yeah and you know we we lost john yeah at the beginning of this year and mm-hmm. we certainly miss him but his dream lives on through yes. each of us. Yep. Not just you and I. It's right. not it's no. not all on our shoulders. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody gets to do their part, but right. his dream lives on. And man, that dream has made an impact on so yes. many individuals. Like yeah. people like Cindy Gilmore, for example. Oh. She's a 13-year mm-hmm. athlete of the mm-hmm. games. And she says this: she says, I love the opening ceremonies mm-hmm. of the Huntsman World Senior Games, which makes me feel like a mini Olympic opening ceremony. <laughs> it makes me feel so special to walk the athlete walk with my swimming buddies of the past 12 years at the Huntsman World Senior Games. There's always a great speaker, often an Olympian or a great motivational speaker. The lighting of the Olympic flame, plus the talented dancers and singers and sweet children performing for us. I always leave feeling inspired and proud to participate. She also goes on to say, I love the anticipation of the serious competition. Mm -hmm. She says, my husband and I did a self-named geezer game tour. (laughs) I I like that phrase, which we also fondly called the wrinkle races. She says, I didn't say that. That's her. Okay, I just want to make sure. But she said one summer that she and her husband went to five senior games in five different states. Oh, wow. And, you know, there are senior games all around the United States and even in other countries in the world. She said, we made a vacation of it and we camped, we fished, we golfed along the way from state to state. She says, none of the states had anything like we, what we have here in St. George. Wayne runs and I swim and we both play table tennis. And often we would take first place because we were the only competitors in our age group <laughs> and generally win with a shoe in just because there weren't any serious competitors. Mm-hmm. There might be 30 swimmers or runners total and just a few sports to participate in. She goes on to say at the Huntsman World Senior Games, we get competitors from around the world and seriously good competition, mm-hmm. which is great. It makes me feel a better athlete because I look forward to it and train for it all year long. There's no guarantee I will win my event, she <laughs> says, but I will always try my best. Aww, and I love that. I do. We also have Mary Davis, who is from Creston, British Columbia. Oh. She says, I enjoy everything about the games, both times I was fortunate enough to go. I especially enjoyed meeting the new team of girls I was to play with and the wonderful camaraderie that developed between mm. all of us. And we hear those types of time. stories so often among our athletes, that camaraderie, the friendship, yeah. the cheering everyone on. It's it's just awesome. She says, thank you, Huntsman World Senior Games, for making this possible. Or you, we might even um, you know, have a, a, a little friendly uh, note from Rick Anderson, who oh. says, the thing I like most about the Huntsman World Senior Games is that I not only get to participate in my sport, which he says is softball against quality opponents, but I get to meet and talk to people from other sports who live in many U.S. states and even in other countries. All of this is humbling 
that yeah. to be sure, you yeah. know, we, we get this information, we get these, this feedback from our athletes. It's yeah. humbling. But if you want to have an experience like any of these athletes, mm-hmm. you can get all the information that you need at seniorgames.net. Yep. There you'll find schedules and rules and uh, also the ability to, to register. And yeah. we would, you know, frankly encourage you to do so. <laughs> it's a ton frankly. of fun. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. There's a lot of great yeah. things going on. So Lil, today's guest yes. is another one of our amazing athletes. Yes. Bob Cottrell is um, a first year Huntsman World Senior oh. Games athlete. Last year was his first oh. year. Uh, he competed in track and field. And Bob, welcome to the show. Yes, Bob. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Um, <laughs> the games were exciting enough that, you know, my wife and I are planning a trip to northern Italy and going up into the Alps, but I might have to figure where that's going to fit. Well, Bob, that's great. We're, uh, we're excited that you're, that you had a good time and that you're considering coming back. Um, I I do want to talk about that just a little bit. And and I want to focus in on your games experience in a second, but you're a first year athlete at the Huntsman world senior games, but you're certainly not a first year masters or senior athlete. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got into masters and senior sports. Well, I've been doing sports all my life, but with my track and field currently, that's the thing I love most. It's relatively new to me since 2015. I've come back to it, even though I did it as a high school kid and a collegiate competitor. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You have progressions in life. I think I gravitated towards 5Ks, 10Ks. I've marathoned. I've been an endurance athlete. Okay. But track called me back when I realized it was still there. You don't think of it first off. Yeah. But I am probably more of a fast twitch competitor. There's something about the sheer intensity of a track event (laughs) that has pulled me back. And I came back to it in 2015. So I I love that because you mentioned a few things that I think are important themes for seniors and, and master athletes as well. And the first one is that you mentioned, you don't normally think of it. And, you know, I do run into that often Mm -hmm. among people um, when they hear or they recognize or they realize that they can still participate in the sport that they loved when they were a kid. Yeah, I think we all know that 5K races are available. You know, they're every weekend in every community around the nation, around the world, and they're great. They're, they're a great way to stay active and to stay mm-hmm. fit. We offer a 5K. We offer a 10K. Those are things, though, that I think that we're very familiar with. I think many of us know that there are triathlons out there, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're doing the Ironman or you're doing a sprint. A lot of us know that. But it's surprising when we run into people who don't realize that they can still play basketball with people their own age and yeah. at their skill level. They can still play tennis. Mm-hmm. They can do track and field. There are competitive swim meets. Um, you know, all these, all these different options that are available for masters and senior athletes that are out there. And what a pleasant surprise, right? Bob, wasn't, wasn't it kind of fun for you to hear what you're, you're telling me that there's still people <laughs> like me out there doing track and field. It was a pleasant surprise, but and also don't get me wrong. I was very proud of the things I was able to do in five Ks, 10 Ks marathons. Although I never quite made Boston. I was about three <laughs> minutes from making Boston. And that still still sticks with me a little, but I'm not, I am now sprinting 200, 400, 800. And my wife will be very happy if I never bring marathon up 
in a conversation <laughs> again. Um, but I think, I think I hadn't thought it through. And I gravitated toward things I saw around me. And that's how I ended up doing. And I love them. Yeah, absolutely. And those are excellent, too. It just might be that I've had the good fortune to come back to something more particularly geared to me, even picking up on a theme you've talked about. And I know I talked to Lil about it just in communicating with her mm-hmm. beforehand. The camaraderie that you get yeah. at track meets may not always be available at a marathon, mm-hmm. although there are post-race celebrations. Mm-hmm. In track and field, you may have an event at nine o'clock in the morning and one later in the day. And in the meantime, you get to know the other competitors. Yeah. And that's a complete joy. Yeah. I think, I hope if I can still run with this with you guys. One of the things, a lot of what's happening for me in track and field is the same as it was when I was 16 in high school or 20 in college. What is different and way better, and it may have more to do with men, Kyle, I don't know. (laughs) When you're 16 or 20, you're looking at your competitors. You may be trying to stare them down. They're your enemies. (laughs) Um, Testosterone might be raging wild. (laughs) You're trying to be a tough guy. Yeah. And you may not take the opportunities to get to know them. Now we're all about wanting to know about each other. Yeah. And I think part of what allows us to do it also is understanding just because somebody might beat you doesn't mean you have to have a stare down psych out before (laughs) they can be your buddy and you're going to step on the track. In fact, that makes it more fun. Yeah. That you might have become friends. It's still going to be, oh, I'm going to try to get that son of a gun. (laughs) Of course. Of course. We all want to win, right? Right. But you're so right. We see this so much at the games and senior sports, master sports, mm-hmm. that the camaraderie, the social aspect, the friendships yes. that really develop and form. We, we say it all the time, but so often we hear from our athletes. I came to the games the first year for the competition. Mm-hmm. And in those, you know, those letters that we just read, yep. there was always reference to competition, but there's also reference to those friendships and the mm-hmm. camaraderie. So they come for the competition, they come back for the friendships, yeah. for the camaraderie. And you're right. I think, I think there's a little bit of experience that works into that. I think there's a little bit of, you know, recognizing what's really important in right. life. I think there's a lot of things, yeah. uh, you know, that go into that concept and that idea. Um, but whatever the psychology is behind it, we're all the beneficiaries right. of it. You know, people really come to these games, to these types of events, uh, wanting to do their best. Bob, like you said, you right. know, you, you want to beat that guy. But that certainly doesn't mean that you can't turn around and shake hands and give a hug and go out to eat and have a drink or whatever it is together. And that's something that's pretty special and pretty unique that uh, sometimes we miss in youth sports. And I got to do all of that in St. George at at the last Huntsman World Senior Games, including the dining out, Um, including something that's evolved for me. I ended up joining a track club on the relationship established in St. George, you know, back in October. How cool is that? So that's, we could go into that if you wanted to, but there's another angle. When you're 16, you don't have a lot of experiences in life that you're ready to like, now we want to (laughs) know who are, who, what children do certain people have? 
Right. What have been the adventures in their life? Have there been struggles in relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, how is it, you know, are your parents living and what sort of challenges have you had with your parents? We all get to do these things now because most of us, all of us, have rich, relatively long lives so far. Um, Whereas we wouldn't, there's nothing that you have that you share at 16. (laughs) We're just really learning about the world. Yeah. And yourself for sure. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And and again, whatever the psychology is behind it, we're just beneficiaries of it. We, we love it. Yeah. I do want to focus in a little bit on some of the competition aspect because, you know, a lot of times as we get older, as we age, we're, we kind of think that you're bound to, to get a little slower or, you know, a little, a little worse, if you will, at what it is that we're doing, but you kind of buck that trend a little bit. You're putting up faster numbers now than you were a few years ago. Tell us a little bit about that. It has been exciting. I mean, I don't know. And there may be several different dynamics to it. I've become very interested in the short sprinting more so. When I first came back to it in 2015, track that is, I may have been focusing a little bit more on 800 and 400. Okay. Don't get me wrong. To run the 400, you have to have, your training is going to include as much all out fast stuff as you can do within yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe I was a little bit more geared to the two lapper, if you will. Yeah. Um, I know your audience is more general huntsman games. I'm talking a lot of track jargon. So That's pull me out of it if you need to. No, we're doing good. But to do the, talking about. to do the two lapper, it might not have it's taken the intensity. I'm honing the high speed intensity more than ever. But I'm still thrilled and a bit surprised to be fair, to be honest, that I'm having um, all senior period PRs over a seven or eight season senior career, if you will. I have now run at Huntsman World Senior Games, my fastest 200 into a headwind, by the way. So I think there's still more to come. Yeah. so that may be part of it, or maybe, you know, I always assume that you either had speed or you didn't. Or you and didn't, that's partly right? true, of course, right? You, there's yeah. Usain Bolt. Right. But you also train it. And I think, Kyle, I've had to train it more than I thought I would. Yeah. And that may have a lot to do with the long lifetime pursuit of endurance sports even though I think I'm naturally gifted in fast twitch events. In the, in so the I think spring. training, it was a big part of it. And I think there's a little bit more room, maybe another season to go for my overall master's PRs. And then you, we have to admit father time does take a toll, but we don't have to lose much in any given year. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's going to be a time for sure when, it, you know, the, the, the decline will begin, but I love that you're, you know, you're able to have success. And that's another thing that I see a lot of times in masters and senior sports is their willingness to um, engage with the coach and try to get better and just, you know, try to, you know, gather as much information as you can to try to be the best that you possibly can. We also know Bob, that attitude, our attitude determines everything. I'm, I'm wondering what, what do you do 
to overcome the mental blocks that come up for all of us, like fear and anxiety? How do you get past those things? There is something new that I'm doing. And let me step back for a sec. That is one of the things that feels just in a lot of ways the the butterflies and anxiety pre-race can almost, the experience is the same. I feel it like when I was a young man. Yeah. Therefore, that's where the thrills come from, don't they? I mean, for sure. Um, you know, when I talked about going away from track and only recently discovering that it was something to do, when the natural thing is we take on these endurance games that many of us do and that I loved, I think originally I left track after college for some of those butterflies, for some of that anxiety. In that time of my life, it gets a little bit old, it gets difficult. And you may feel that there are moments when it's insurmountable. Yeah. For me right now, what I have hit on in the last year, let's see if I can keep it going. <laughs> we have this tendency, and I re- this tendency to think, oh, now as we become athletes and we train hard, and it's very important to us, we want these events to be great examples of what we've done in our training. Look and then meet a high performance. Yeah. It's going to bring anxiety. I think all of us as athletes, including all of us masters and seniors, we can fall into this thing of saying, oh, now I have to go do this. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. Well, in just in the last year, I've hit on this little psychological thing and I'm, I need a, it's crazy that at I turned 62 this weekend, actually. Well, happy that birthday. at 62 yes. years old, I can't be, I haven't been better at the psychology of the sport. We're all learning. That's what makes it beautiful too. Mm-hmm. But now I kind of say, look, these officials show up, autom- fully automatic timing is there. I get to go play like a kid and do my events. It has taken the butterflies down. I don't think you want them to go away completely. Right. But I have been saying, I get to go do this. There is nothing freer than getting to go run like a kid. Mm-hmm. And I have loved it. And it's working for me a bit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know, that just it, words are important. You know, they're, right. they're a horrible way to communicate, but they're all that we have. <laughs> it's the only thing we have, right? And so they're important the way that we use it. And just that one word switch from right. I have to go run to I get to go run. Yeah can make a difference. Yes. It sounds like it is for you, Bob. It is. And it's making it more filled with joy. Mm-hmm. When I think of the joy, I can put the anxiety aside a little bit. Yeah. Uh, nobody likes me less if I can't hit that performance <laughs> mark. Right. Absolutely. Uh, my wife's not leaving me. No, <laughs> at least not over a race. Uh, right. Children don't love me less. And all of my buddies that are at these meets, when that event's over, we resume our relationship or we may have dinner later. Still friends. Right. Um, it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, I, love it. I do too. Now you alluded to 
your your first games here at the Huntsman World Senior Games, you you kind of alluded to the conditions not being exactly perfect. <laughs> um, I, in full disclosure, yes. we, we will have to acknowledge that we did not live up to our sunny St. No. George moniker for the first day of our track and field <laughs> no. event. It was pretty windy and rainy and kind of cold. Mm-hmm. We, we've heard from a number of our athletes that that was the case, but yeah. that adds to the experience and it adds to the story. <laughs> but, you know, we've got about, a, I don't know, two minutes left. I'm wondering if you can kind of walk us through that race where even in the face of you know imperfect conditions you get a personal best yeah that was in the 200 and it was a morning we had had overnight snow my only concern was it was cool but i live in the rockies in colorado (laughs) at nine thousand feet you become accustomed to it that doesn't mean you want your track and field to be in cold (laughs) right right although i didn't notice many californians at the games Shivering. Thought it was terrible. <laughs> we did get clearing. We had beautiful sunny skies. And the precipitation went away. And that was a key for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the 200 is a half lap. The wind stayed relatively high. I set my personal record by somewhere near 0.6 seconds, running into quite a stiff headwind into the home straight. So it's leaving me sanguine about the opportunity to break that mark (laughs) pretty substantially. Um, But the conditions ended up being very passable for a track event that day. But you step up to the blocks, the wind's not great. You, you told yourself, I don't have to be here. I get to be here. The pistol fires. (laughs) Talk a little bit about that adrenaline rush of running 200 meters and then looking at the clock and seeing, oh my word. I just got a personal best. (laughs) The adrenaline was high. One of the great things there, two of the best guys in the country. um, I don't know if I can say other events, but USA track and fields, national championships. Absolutely. Um, Alan Tissenbaum was there and Don McGee. Those guys went one, two. And I was right on Don McGee anyway. Mm -hmm. So the competition, and there was another guy that I was able to edge out, Willie, um, it was a great set of circumstances. Ah, you set the wind aside. That's all you can do. We all run in the same conditions. Yeah. 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 It was very that. enjoyable. And I was third in that event. I've won the 800 and the 400. I was much more proud of the 200. <laughs> an, you know? Yeah. No, I love it. And I, and I think you bring up an important point as well that can be applied not only in track and field or sports in general, but just in life. And that is that, the company that we keep helps pull us along, right. you know? So here you are in this race with some of the best runners in the nation, arguably in the world. Mm-hmm. And you up your game because of the company that you're with. And there you are doing, you know, the very best that you can, yeah. literally the very best that you can. You broke your personal record. And uh, part of that is because of the company we keep and and those that help pull us along, right? Right. It is most definitely Otherwise, we would just do time trials at home. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, fantastic, Bob. Thank you thank so you, much Bob. for joining us today, for sharing your experiences. Um, hopefully, number one, you do get to go to Italy. I think, yeah. I think you know, we wish the best for that. But hopefully you can work it around October and uh, you can come and be here once again. If it yes. doesn't work out this year. Uh, we'd love to have you back at another year, but I will say our 35th anniversary year is going to be yeah, off the charts. So, it is. you know, if you have to, <laughs> if you have to do a little bit of calendaring, we hope that you'll be able to do so. I want to come. It's in my plan. 
And thank you very much for having me. Pure joy. Thank you. It is a ton of fun. Bob, thank you. And uh, we'll be watching for you in the lists to uh, welcome you back to the games yes. whenever it works out for you. Be well. God bless. Thank you. That's awesome. It is awesome. I, I love like even getting granular down into that, yeah. you know, that one specific race. Yeah. And really, like every race comes down to that. Yes. One. Like, every event comes down to that one moment, yep. you know. So anyway, congratulations to to him and the other track and field athletes yeah. that are out there doing their thing, as well as the, you know, across the board, just Absolutely. all the other athletes. Um, I do want to share just a few things just as we're wrapping ourselves up here. And that is just a huge reminder. Registration is open mm-hmm. for the games. We've been talking about that. It's, it's been open for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's a great day to get that done. You can do that at seniorgames.net. And there you've got all your, the rules, the dates, you've got all the, um, you know, the, the, just all the information that you need to know, as mm-hmm. well as a lot of great information on active aging right. and just a lot of great stuff. Uh, we want to just, again, plug our 35th anniversary year. Mm-hmm. One of the ways we're going to celebrate in a lot of different ways this year and during the games themselves. But one of the ways that we're celebrating is to give away 35 registration right. fee waivers. We've already given away several of them. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that everyone knows they need to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. You can find us at World Senior Games. Mm-hmm. Very easy to look us up and follow us. And that's where we're going to be posting different competitions, contests, opportunities to get these waivers. So don't miss out on your chance for that. We want to remind everyone to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, we take this live show and turn it into a podcast and you can subscribe anywhere that podcasts are found. If you happen to be listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating or write a quick review. It really, really does help us spread the word. And then as always, you can find this and previous shows right on our website. Once again, that is seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought. Okay. You are more than who you were. You can start over anytime like today. Mm. Until next Thursday, stay active.